Paul's playing peekaboo. Hello. <laughs> Hi. So I switched mics so that if I need to swallow, I can. She what? she I was starting to feel self-conscious. You, you can't open up for that. <laughs> last week, <laughs> if they watched last week. So last week, me swallowing with a lapel was an issue. <laughs> so In case you didn't watch last week, here's your explanation. <laughs> here's my explanation. So I have this so that if I need to swallow, I can pull it, pull the mic away. So... Yeah, it's all good. <sighs> Girl told us that she can't, doesn't know if she can hear us, so I'm listening very quickly. Okay. Okay, yeah. we're good. We're here. Can I'm just checking to make sure you can hear us. Me. Me and Barrett match. Mark. Yeah. We never, Mark is oddball. It's never me and Paul. It's always been Paul and Pastor. I get real excited with this it's sort of stuff. It's not like I'm wearing like neon pink. Like I still go. It's like earth <laughs> colors and. <laughs> earth colors. <laughs> Oh boy. Ain't that what the browns are called? Creams? Yeah, Beige. it's like something like that. Beige. Earthy colors. Oh my goodness. Dippy colors. Mike, hey Mike, how are you? Hi and guys. Prilla's watching. Hey. Pastor Nicole's watching. She can hear us. Good. She can hear clearly now. You've been healed. <laughs> oh my goodness. Welcome to the broadcast today. Make sure that you share the broadcast yeah. every time, or for every person who shares the broadcast, you are entered to win a $25 gift card. Yeah. And we have a gift card winner from last time, but did you turn it so that the did. label wasn't facing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I intentionally want Dunkin' Donuts label to be there so it'll oh. it'll endorse me. Dunkin'. That's what I want. I'm not drinking Dunkin' Donuts coffee, but <laughs> I'm I have the cup. <laughs> gotcha. Psych. So we have an awesome topic for you today. We're going to be talking about how to harness the power of your words. It's, it's going to be a must watch. But I just shared on my Instagram, guys. I, I get to pick the game. And sometimes I include them in what we're doing. And, I'm a fan of this game. And sometimes I don't. And today I did not. And surprise, it's happening. You're gonna have to watch it. It's gonna be so great, Marky. It's gonna. Oh. I love games that make Marky make faces. We have trash cans for spit preparation. takes. Paul may gag. Like I'm so excited. I don't think excited. I'm gonna gag though. I'm not dramatic like that. Like, nah. I am. Um, when it comes to me having to eat stuff that does not taste good, you. I will. I I'm not one to sugarcoat things. I'll let you know if it's good or not. Oh boy. Let us know where you're watching from. Comment yeah. your name. Show us where you're watching from. By show us, I mean type it. Unless you can post a picture <laughs> of where you're watching from. Unless you're watching from I'm the bathroom. I don't want to see that. I'm watching from here. You're watching. Whoa. Oh. You're inceptioning Hello, right now because you're watching you. us well, watch. What you if you put the phone up to the camera and then it's Whoa. like your... <laughs> is this your, real life? Yeah. like <laughs> Is this real life? <laughs> Ashley Melton, good morning. You're so wonderful. Ashley Melton has the best Southern accent of anyone that I've ever met. It's so good. It's great. It's Where so is Ashley Melton from? Is it Alabama? Mm. I don't. Is that where you are? Is it Alabama? I know you're below us, like this way, but geography is, has not been my strongest suit. Alabama. Alabama is yes. that way. Is it? Tol Technically, that's the ground. That's the core of the earth. But is that south? That's south. Okay. <laughs> I got real concerned for a second. I'm like, wait a second. How do you know that? <laughs> the beach is that way. It New was York's Alabama. Way. How do you know Florida's that way. The mountains are that way. How do you know that? There's for sure going to be a, spitting in the As a guy, actually. you have a built-in GPS system. 
I want to put you in the middle of the woods blindfolded <laughs> and be like, use your GPS system, go. Can we please pre-film sure an episode? My dad does not I don't know. That. George George is sun. good on a map, but when it comes to like we're in the middle of a city or we're in the middle of somewhere, he relies on me for landmarks. He's a map guy, but I'm a we passed that stump with that squirrel 5 minutes ago, so we need to go this way and follow the sun. Sure. My dad got lost <laughs> in the woods once. It don't it don't In a mountain in Maine? In the north. My dad got lost. <laughs> he was hunting and he got lost and he ended up in Canada. And he had to have a search party. Border Patrol came and got him. He had to have a search party come get him. And, like, people were praying for him because he was, like, super lost in Quebec. Like, Is in that woods. where, like, the super hatchet lost. came from? Like, did he inspire the hatchet? Jade gets, hatchet. Jade the gets hatchet? irritated. A boy who gets lost uh, in the mountains I'm of I'm one of those people, like, oh, I can go okay. to a new city that I've never been before, and I can get my way, I can find my way around mm -hmm. and find my way back home. Mm-hmm. Me too. Not me. <laughs> I got like, my dad. Chelsea Trouble Field. It was like GPS, and I'll be like, oh, we'll turn here. E was amazing. Like, <gasps> you live close to the Bama Stadium. Ugh. Oh, no. Roll Tide. Nah. They didn't roll this year, they rolled right out of the playoffs. I don't know sports, so I can't help you. Yeah, <laughs> me, me either. Oh, boy. Okay, well, we are going to let you know who won last week's $25 gift card. And, well, that it's almost time for Minute oh. to win it. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You ready? Minute it's Mary to win Gonzalez. She won the gift card. Oh. Miss Mary Gonzalez won. So just send me a message. Let me know where you would like your gift card to, and we will get that hooked up for you. I'm going to guess So, well. Chelsea, since Everyone you're watching, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. Is this about food for life group tonight? Yes. Um, Mr. Johnny Shaver is bringing an apple pie by my house for life groups tonight. It's going to be there before life group starts. I have informed him that I cannot promise that the apple pie will be there when life groups start, but I will save you a sliver. I didn't promise a slice. A oh sliver. <laughs> oh boy. Just saying. Okay, guys. I should Since Paul's talking about food. every 15 years. I think that's when sports they related. When the, when the roll tide people win. <laughs> what, what sport are they talking about? Football, college. That's the only thing Bama's good at is football. If you're watching from Alabama, we're happy you're here. We love you too. It's okay. I'm a Notre Dame <laughs> fan. It's been a long time. Paul almost hopped ship. At, you know, I don't need to talk about Paul and sports. That was just I Dallas Cowboys, like, but we were smart people. We got rid of our coach, so I can still be a Cowboy. Chelsea fan. said, don't you dare eat that. I oh, guess the boy. apple pie. <laughs> so we are going to play our game. And we're, it's going, oh, I'm so excited. Are you excited? Speaking of eating. It's true. We've got our minute to win it game. It's not really minute to win it. Like, it, we're not going to be done in a minute. No. No. It's longer, <laughs> you but. You can't really put time frames on us. No. <laughs> like, this is a box, and we're here. Like, we're, we're, we're too outside. much contained in the box. Okay. We do have a peach cobbler, Chelsea. Ooh, oh. apple dump cake. You, don't I wasn't do, even don't, planning on going Don't to do the peach. Let's week. make this an apple Damn. party. No peaches. Let's make an apple pie. What? Peaches are nasty. Peach cobbler's what? amazing. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Paul and his food. Okay, we need to move the table. Okay. Because we have to slide the other table. We're, we're going to transition real quick. Do, 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 do. Coffee needs to get moved. Do y'all remember the week when my coffee spilled all over the floor? I remember that. No. Was I that did. before I was dun, here? Dun, dun, no, dun. it was while you were here. Oh. Okay, so here is how 
this game, oh, Prill put the graphic up so they wouldn't have to see the behind the scenes. She's so smooth. Okay. Whoa. Wow, look how tall you look. It's so tall. I love any opportunity to put Marky in the middle. Like, I really, really love it. Okay. I was the same height as you standing up, sitting down. So here's how this works. There are nine cans in front of us. We have to, like, when it's time to mm. pick, we have to close our eyes, draw I a number. I know which one's the one I don't want. <laughs> Me too. Like Paul loves beats. He loves beats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In case you're just now hopping on, comment mm. your name and know that before Marky sat down, she was the same height as us <laughs> as we're standing up as we are. Okay, anyway. We have to draw a number. We're each going to go three times. Now, some of these are not super disgusting. Hey, Danny's watching. Danny! Danny! Dan the man. Like, some of the, like, there's peaches in here. There's corn in here. Um, there's tomatoes in here. So some of it's not bad. Mm. But then there's, like, New England clam chowder. <laughs> um, there's corned beef hash. There's beets, which I'm really hoping that Paul gets. And yeah. nobody knows which number goes with which can. So they're going to draw a number. The numbers are written on the top of the can. They have to take a spoon, dig in, and eat a bite of it. Let's go ahead and get this. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Beats. Beats, 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 beats. Seven. Okay, close your eyes. Oh, I started to close my Hang eyes. on. I'll put the spoon in. Watch this be the tomatoes. Is that refried beans? Yeah, huh. that's not bad. That's refried beans. Ew! <laughs> it's tacos. It's an ingredient in tacos. It's cold. Who cares? Were Were you guys not watching when Marky said she up, would Marky. not have a dramatic reaction? <laughs> Marky says she would not have a dramatic reaction, no. and that wasn't even her eating it. Hi, Deb. Hi, Johnny. Day. Okay, Marky, your turn. You got to pull twice. <laughs> Beats, 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 beats. Eight. Okay, close your eyes. <laughs> I just got nervous. <laughs> I know which one it is. I'm so happy you get this one. This is the one I didn't want to get. Okay, there's a spoon. <laughs> I will hold this. Don't I've smell. Just scoop and go. Yep. Yeah, it's open. Where's yep. the spoon? Okay, hang on. Wait, hold <laughs> I think on. you should have let her do it that way. I don't want her to spill it on herself. I will legitimately love you. I'll put it in your mouth. Just open your mouth. Ah, oh, <laughs> is that New England clam chowder or something? It tastes like soup. Nope. That is gravy. That is chicken oh. gravy. Okay. I hate gravy, so that's the one that I was really hoping I would not get. <laughs> I'm not dramatic. That's not that bad. I don't know why I'm closing my eyes drawing. <laughs> Don't look at it. Uh, gravy and beans. I know which one this is. God has spared Paul. Ah. I'll close my eyes, but I know which one it is. It's favor. Nah. <laughs> the juice. I'm so happy it's right beets. now. It's because it's a cube. It's I've only ever seen beets like sliced. That's a cube. 
I've not really eaten beets. Oh, much how do you do that? That's not bad. I don't know if I've ever eaten a beet before. I don't. I don't think I have either. I've dropped beets. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's not great, but like that wasn't as disgusting as I had expected it to I'm be. Let me take a little bite. Oh, look, they're already there. You have to draw. We're going back. <laughs> oh, are we? No, 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 no. This is how Paul eliminates his chances for bad it's things. It's not bad. See, it's not that bad. No, it doesn't really have much of a flavor. <sighs> Although I used to get really mad. Is that a nine or a six? Uh, Marky wrote it. Nine. nine. Okay. Here you go. Close your eyes. I used to get mad at beets because I thought they were. I think I already know what this is. I thought is. they I were cranberry smell. sauce. Go for it. And they weren't. I can hear myself through Priscilla's phone right now. <laughs> Just get a great big spoonful, great big one. Peaches. It's a peach. Oh, he said he doesn't like peaches. You don't like peaches. You are not gonna spit out a peach. You're eating Paul. gravy and refried beans. You just you took two spoonfuls of refried beans. It's refried a peach. Refried beans is good. It's a peach. Peaches taste like feet. What? Y'all, it's a peach. <laughs> it stinks. Does anyone else agree with Paul that peaches oh, are gross? Because I'm pretty sure no one does. <laughs> but if you do, let us know. If, Oliver doesn't. Unless Paul's the oh, only Oliver does one. eat peaches. I, I got peach as the good option. <laughs> Not for me. Your mom says pickled beets, yummy. I got five. My mom's weird. Haha, <laughs> close your eyes. <laughs> I don't like your Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got the one I wanted. Oh, I don't know why I laughed. Are you spoon feeding me again? Yeah, since you have. Oh, no, you don't have the one I wanted. Okay, this is more, this is more satisfying. I'm scared. I feel like it's going to hit me in the face. Okay, open your mouth. Don't do it. <laughs> you scared me. <laughs> That pork and beans? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> These are all the good things. I like beans. Okay. Those are the things that I did not want. I don't think I can be from Maine and not like beans. I love my sister. I don't like beans, but really, the Lord beans, moved me. Beans, cool beans. Bean, bean, okay, beans, I have the beans, other ones. Cool beans. See, this is just God helping y'all out, because I know what this one is, too. This is the clam chowder. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Super. You it's clam chowder. I don't me. like clams. Great. Make sure you get a clam on there. Oh, I am. <laughs> I'm worth it. You can eat sushi though. Clams are clams are like slimy ocean boogers. Okay. <laughs> what about sushi? It's, it's cold clam stuff. chowder from New England. God delivered me from New England. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Holly doesn't eat peaches. Johnny. What? Thank you, Holly. One, two. Ew. <laughs> Ew. 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 Do we do them all? Nope. We have to go one more time. Each and other. I took the two worst ones. Like, really? I... Four. Is that corn? That nope. So corn. That's not eye. the corn one. I don't remember what this is. You're going to have to... Oh, you're going to like this one. Darn. It's a fork. It's a fork. Don't do it. Just drink it from the can. Am I going to stab myself in the face? <laughs> Just the I watched as the <laughs> lid got close to his eye. That is good. It's green enchilada sauce. Mm -hmm. Ah! Refried beans. You're <laughs> I got a taco combo. <laughs> Ditch the fork. 
Okay, Marky. There's two more left. Two. Hmm. Ah, uh, I know what this is. Corned beef hash? No! That means I have the corned beef hash. <laughs> Y'all, I got all of the worst ones. It's fine. Okay, Marky, open up wide. You're Victory. getting a great big bite. This is great. You're going to love it. Is tomatoes? Yep, tomatoes that, with cilantro and jalapenos. You can have it for your tacos. You can. It's a taco day. Which means the last one, and I'll I'll be a great sport because that was God, good. God, God loves y'all, and I'm just here to help. <laughs> look, it's dog food. Come look, it up. This is. <laughs> it does look like dog. Can you please take a bite of this? Because I got it specifically it's a hoping you would get taco. it. Who? You. Me? Why yes. me? Because I thought you'd be fun to eat this. Corn beef hash. Not bad. It's like mushed up Vienna sausage. Vienna sausage is delicious. What? Gross. Put a little hot sauce in a cracker. Ew. What? The beets and the tomato didn't feel good. Because <laughs> clam chowder and whatever, the beets and the corned beef were the creme de la creme. Now I feel like we should play paper, rock, scissors, and we mix it all in a bowl and you have to take a bite. Okay. It's okay, but it really does smell like dog food. <laughs> What are you doing? You mixing them? <laughs> yep. I'll no! wash your cup. I'll wash your cup. No. I'll wash your cup. Little enchilada sauce. I think that we should all have to eat it and not just rock, paper, scissor it. Because you got nothing bad at all. <laughs> Let's just give it to Paul. I vote Paul. What, Pearl? I'm exempt. Thank all, you, Priscilla. Can we all just vote that Paul has to eat it? Oh, I'm super on board with Paul eating it. Okay. Get a little uh, gravy in but there. But so are you, and which means so am I. Everybody loves That's gravy. That's fine. That's enough gravy <laughs> in that concoction. Get peaches and then the clam chowder. We'll get little bites Ew. of peaches. Little peach. Ugh. Guys, this looks disgusting. Did we get, we got the tomatoes. Did we do the refried? Did you get yep. those? Okay. Ugh. Three pieces of peach. Oh, Mix it all up. So nasty. <laughs> 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 What would you think is gross to eat out of a can, everybody? I feel like I'm going to need this lovely Pepsi, wild cherry. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay, so it has like a really weird pink tint at this point because of the beets. I'm going to go for it. Hang on, we're going to, can you see in this? I don't want to spill it, but can you see it? Ah. Can, it's okay if you can't. It's okay. But know that we I'll put literally every single thing in this cup. Does paper, rock, scissors have to do two bites? Sure. <laughs> Wait, is it rock, paper, scissors, shoot, yeah. or rock, paper, scissors? Paper, rock, scissors, shoot. What? You're what? just going to like forget about the shoot? Like, I say shoot. shoot. Yeah. I'm just thinking sure. Do Thank you say paper, rock, scissors? Yeah. What? <laughs> it's rock, paper, scissors. How do you guys say it? It's rock, paper, scissors. Okay, paper, rock, scissors. No, it's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> it's alphabetically right. P R paper, rock, rock paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Something, something, scissors. something. Shoot. Oh, I lost one. Is it two out of three, or is it this one time? I, didn't I think know it was, was just that one time. I think time. it was just that one okay. time. <laughs> two bites for Barrett. Super. I. Great. Are we all like using the same spoon or something? I got my spoon. <laughs> like, I have my spoon. This is my refried bean spoon. It's not bad because the tomato and the refried beans basically just make it taste like watered down, like 
that's weird salsa food. Looking at it is literally making me a little nauseous. It's not bad. Like, that's really not bad. I guess it tastes better than it looks. Because really all you taste is I'm like gonna the be tomato a, and I'm the gonna enchilada be a trooper, sauce. And I'm going to make sure I've got a piece of beet and I've got a piece of peach. Oh, that may change because I didn't eat a beet. <laughs> the sauce is good, though. A little bit of corned beef hash in there. The fact that you're picking it out. <laughs> I'm making sure I'm getting <laughs> I'm making sure I got a little bit of everything. Don't we ain't cheaters. Ew. <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Yummy. Bottoms up. There's a beat. <laughs> <laughs> These taste like nothing. Like they taste like a vegetable. Like they don't the like enchilada it. sauce didn't help. That was beet. Hit the peach. That was beet. <laughs> what do I eat it with? Just turn. You just gotta drink the rest of the cup. It's true. No. Go Marky. 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 You can do it. You should just drink it straight from your cup. No. You have to do two. I did do two. What you did two? Yeah. Your, right out the get go. Your cup. You gotta finish it. No. That is how it works. What do y'all think? Should Marky have to drink the rest Hold of this? Hold on, give it 15 seconds. Hey, Andy! Andy Oliver Shaw's is eating watching. a mermaid cupcake. What? Hi! Tell my son he better save me some Hello? cupcakes. Hello? Uh, no, 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 no. You don't get a fork. You get a spoon. Yeah. All the spoons have been used. Bye. Here, this is your, your, your gravy, gravy spoon. spoon. Yep. Oh, okay. yep. Uh, don't wipe it off. This okay. is extra no. gravy. Okay. <laughs> it's extra gravy. Ew, it looks like it's already been processed in someone's <laughs> stomach. <laughs> are you gagging? What are you doing? Just for this you. You're trying to add a visual to what's in the cup. It kind of does look like vomit. Like, it, it really kind of does. Vomit mixed with this dog food. This is a big spoon. Kind of smells this like it. a big bite. See, that's not bad. It's mostly enchilada sauce. It looks nasty though. <laughs> but it doesn't taste super disgusting. No, it's not too bad. Okay. And thus concludes the game. Nobody really gagged though. I guess I need to make it grosser next time. Mm. I mean, it's I'll let you pick you, out you the got stuff all, next time. You got all the nasty, nasty stuff. I did get the nasty stuff. Okay, we're putting things back. We're about to dive in. Do 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 do. <laughs> this is Marky helping. <laughs> Like my spin moves. I do. Zip. Are we centered? I don't know if we're centered. We have Priscilla. Priscilla is a master. Adjustment. Okay. <laughs> so share the broadcast today. We are going to dive into today's topic. Also, what? So oh, I like swallowed and tasted corned beef. Water? That was gross. Probably. Aftermath. Where did my coffee go? Johnny said he'll pick them out. I guess. Okay, Johnny. We can totally let you pick them out. Also, I'm not on screen anymore. Do, 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 do. Um, what would you guys Don't like do. us to do next week? Like, mm. what sort of challenge ideas do you have for next week? What things would you enjoy watching? Would you like to see us eat weird food? What would you like? I think Pastor might be watching. Either Pastor or Pastor Nicole, it's one of them. Johnny's a top fan. Johnny? Wow. Johnny Shaver. Hello. Johnny made it. Okay, share the broadcast, yeah, share it, share it, share it. For every person who shares, you're entered to win the $25 gift card. 
And take pictures when you spend it. Take pictures when you spend it. We say it all the time. Do, 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 do it. Do it. Who, who made that famous? So you can do it. Is that Adam Sandler that's, people? Yeah, it's Waterboy. Okay, that's right. Rob Schneider. Okay. You can do it. That's who I was thinking of. I couldn't it's remember Alabama. his name. It's an Alabama fan. Oh, that's not I'm nice. Just, I'm just Poor kidding. Ashley. He's actually at LSU. <laughs> <laughs> boo. Yeah. Hey, you can't boo them. They, they're national champs. I was booing you making fun. Oh. I assume that's about, what you're doing. I was booing LSU. I don't know sports enough to boo anybody other than people George tells me we don't All like. I know is like Nick Saban can't go down the cereal aisle because he sees the Tigers and runs because he's been beat by Clemson and LSU. Both tigers. Is that a cereal and sports joke? It is. Wow. It was a good meme. I seen it and I literally <laughs> laughed out loud. Literally, I and laughed have to out loud. Share it. <laughs> okay, so if you have anything that you would like us to do next week, or or even any topic ideas, what do you want us to chat with y'all about and to talk about next week? If you have any ideas, comment them below. We're gonna read through them and anything. Like pie, Marky in the face. That could be a solid game. <laughs> So today we're talking about <laughs> how to harness the power of your words. <laughs> What's that mean, Marky? Uh, like what he did with the, and then you like pull it in, the harness. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, Marky? Oh boy. <laughs> Y'all. The joy's here. <laughs> it's wide open today, everybody. <laughs> I've had my Pepsi. Your wild cherry Pepsi? My wild cherry soda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry if you hear my hair like brushing against the microphone. Super yeah, sorry. I don't like. I mean, that's another reason why I don't like it. Where I'm like, like I'm to keep the lapel. Head. Okay, that's true. Thank you for doing that. It was really. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so what the title means is we have these abilities that God's given us. And a lot of times we don't know how to utilize them properly. So we go through life and stuff will happen. And it's, well, why did this happen to me? Like, why, are, why is all this? And oftentimes it's because we're doing stuff and we don't even realize we're doing it. Like, it's us opening the door for junk to happen. Yeah. And in one of those areas I think we, get, we can get tripped up on is in speaking. Because... Mm -hmm we're made in the image of God. And yeah. as, as people who are made in the image of God, you think back to when God created the world, how did he do it? He wasn't like Lincoln logging the situation. It was like, man, the earth would look great. Like he wasn't building it. He spoke it yeah. and it was done. His words carried a power, a creative power. And as believers, honestly, even not as believers, just everybody's made in the image of God. So as we speak, we're made in that same image, and what we say has a power to create alongside it. And so oftentimes, we as believers get caught up in what the world's called normal, and mm -hmm. so stuff like, well, it's flu season, got to make sure that I don't catch the flu today, or... Or, you this know, weather, like, this weather's gonna make me sick. Ah, uh, she just kills me. She's so funny. Do you wanna die? Like, <laughs> or. Don't do that, you'll fall and break your neck. Oh, uh, I'm dead. I'm just dead. Like, mm -hmm. that's a whole bunch of junk that people end, like, they speak it or they start complaining. And 
whatever they end up speaking, they're creating life, good life or bad life, they're creating with their words. And so today we're going to be talking about how to ensure that what you're speaking is carrying a power to produce life, good life in your life and not death. Amen. <laughs> that was one of the awkward moments that she hates. It's so good. I'm, I'm so glad that we were both on key with that. <laughs> you, like, I was, I, I really, it, I really do, you mentioned it, the Genesis verse. So, for me, even growing up hearing this principle, <clears throat> there are still times where I was like, but does it really, like, yeah. you know, you have those thoughts of, does it really do anything? I mean, because a, a lot of people think it sounds silly to say that your words have power. A lot of people are like, <laughs> yeah, okay, like the name it claims. It's it like, and, or crackpot, like psychology, like, oh, you just got to speak nice things over yeah. your life. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, for me, I had moments of like, how does that really work? Like being practical or whatever. And the Genesis explanation really helped, like it helped it to really click of um, if we're created in God's image. And God said, and it's really cool if you do a study on Genesis 1, how many times. Mm -hmm. I actually wrote it down. I don't, it, or it might differ in different translations, but like verse 3, and God said, verse 5, God called. 6, God said. 8, God called. 9, God yeah. said. 10, God called. 11, God said. 14, God said. 20, God said. 24, God said. 26, God said. 29, yeah. God said. That's how many times just in Genesis 1 yeah. that God, how he was creating things. And it says, and he said, <laughs> let there be light, and there was light. It was yeah. directly linked to him saying it. And us being created in his image yeah. helped me to realize that's why. Mm -hmm. That's why my words have powers, because God's words have power. So mine do, you know? Yeah. I I was looking real quick. Um I think it's a centurion. Uh, I wrote that one down too. Whoa. Matthew 8, 5 through 13. Go for it. Um, do you like to read it or like what part no, of it? I have it right here. What you got? Well, it's just, it's, <laughs> it, it, it shows in, it's a New Testament example of, of uh, our words. Um, so uh, Matthew five, uh, Matthew eight five, and when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, imploring him and saying, "Lord, my servant servant is lying paralyzed at home, fearfully tormented." Jesus said to him, "I will come and heal him." But the centurion said, "Lord, I am not worthy for you to come under my roof, roof, but just say the word, yeah. and my servant will be healed." Yeah. And um, he goes on to talk about authority. And the centurion understood that because he said he was a man under authority and over, like, he had authority too. Yeah. And Jesus said, truly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. So not even the Jewish people. I mean, this person was Roman or whatever. <coughs> but, um, and it says, um, and then Jesus said to the centurion, go, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed that very moment. And then LT says, Jesus said, because you believed, it has happened. Yeah. And that was all based on a word. Just say the word. So Jesus didn't even lay his hands on him. Jesus didn't go near the man that was paralyzed. He just said the word. And because the centurion believed him, it was done that moment. Yeah. 
Well, it tells us in Proverbs 18 that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Like there, Paul and I were talking right before the broadcast, and there are so many scriptures in Proverbs that talk about, you know, it's better to really just shut up unless you, like, <laughs> unless you're speaking the word of God. Like it's it's so important. It, says that. it literally does. Where? <laughs> Do it. Proverbs 21:23 in the New Living says, "Watch your tongue and keep your mouth shut." <clears throat> And you will stay out of trouble. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Watch your mouth. Shut up. You'll be all right. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's not that God doesn't want us talking. Like, you know, there. Are, I'm sure there are people who could hear this and be like, well, does God just want us to sit in a room like a monk and be silent all he the told time? Me, shut and, up. <laughs> don't get offended. We, we're doing like truth talk stuff on forgiveness and things. Watch Friday. But, <laughs> but God... God has given a, a power, and with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I'm so sick of <laughs> oh. Anyway, George is going to watch back and be like, good, good job, Barrett. Like, <laughs> but no, like when, when you speak, there is a, an enormous power yeah. that's in your words. And so literally, you go through... And watch, well, watch, read the accounts of Jesus when Jesus healed somebody. Like, right after the centurion's son was healed, you know, it talks about, like, the demoniac coming up to Jesus and being like, no, leave us alone, like, don't, and he, all Jesus said was, go. Like, this man was possessed by all these demons, and he didn't want to be terrorized, and Jesus just spoke a word and said, go, and the demons left that man, like, completely left him because of a word, because he understood that his words carry power with them, and because he knew that, he didn't treat his words like they were common. He was intentional with what he said. He only said what he heard the Father say, and only did what he saw the Father do. So when he spoke, it's because he knew there's a power that's Mm -hmm. being released as I'm talking. And a great example of that, that ties that in, Mm -hmm. is Proverbs 12, 18, the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise bring healing. Yeah. When you know and the scripture backs it up when you yeah. know, just like all he did was speak. Yeah. Jesus was a pretty wise person, right? He bridled his tongue and only said what he heard the Father said, only yeah. did what. So yeah. he wasn't speaking his words. Yep. He was speaking life, which comes from the Father. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what that scripture is saying. Sometimes we can get careless with our words and say things, and it hurts people when we think we're trying to help them we can actually hurt them yeah but when we stop and we go back to the other one and shut up listen and understand and make sure our words line up with the scripture then when we speak we're speaking god's wisdom into them healing comes into their body provision comes into their body yeah everything they need goes in life goes straight into them versus my words going into it we're probably going to say shut up a lot so i mean <laughs> just just prep for that but w- will you read the verse on the idol um, idle words while you're looking for it. What, as you were talking, what came up to me is I think one of the reasons that we don't see the full benefit of the power that our words can have is because we've treated them as common, like they're just common things. Like you think yeah. about somebody saying, oh, I love you. Do they? 
Like, or are they just saying it because it's, it's a nice thing to say or it's, it's flattering to say? You know, you'll see people on social media all the time being like, I just love you. And they've never spoken to you in public before. <laughs> like when they do see you in public, they turn and go the other way in an aisle so they don't talk to you. Or they say, I love you. And then like screenshot your Insta stories and are making fun of you behind your back. Like the word love yeah. has become such a common thing. You know, I love donuts. Like, I, you know, I even did it wrong today on Instagram. My friend Desi made me a pair of earrings and I really liked them. Like she was really sweet and sent them to me. And I wrote like, I love earrings or whatever I put. And after I posted it, I was like, I don't love earrings. Like I like them, but love is a word that should be reserved. And it's not something that should just be treated common. Yeah. And so often words are common and we're treating them as common and when you're mixing something that's supposed to be holy like the power to produce with your words you're mixing the holy with the profane you're creating it to just be this normal thing that you're not esteeming so the power doesn't work the same yeah I and I've had moments where I'm like okay if it if it really is that powerful, why doesn't every single thing I say happen? <coughs> and I, there would be that kind of thought of like, eh, see, it doesn't really work because not everything you say always happens. And then I, and that was always something that kind of bothered me. I didn't understand that. And then I, um, I was listening to Kenneth Copeland once, and he was explaining um, that God actually, because because there is such power, God actually puts like almost like a mercy on people mm -hmm. that their words aren't as like if, if you have a horrible confession and everything, God actually will like the power will actually go down like as mercy so mm -hmm. that you're not just like calling in havoc constantly in your life. And that the more you like are wise with your words, like almost the more powerful they get kind of like, yeah. Um, well, it's like mercy. if you're ignorant to something, you know, if you don't know that you're sinning, like God's, God's not like judging you for not knowing you're yeah. wrong. You know what I mean? But once you, like everyone has sinned. So it's, but it's like, once you have revelation of what a yeah. sin is, like if I was just lying all of the time, but I didn't know that lying was wrong. And then Paul called me out and I was like, um, that's wrong scripture fix it from that point onward I'm held accountable yeah. for for what I'm saying so yeah. it's it's the same way if you don't understand that your confession is powerful you know you're not held to the same level of scrutiny or, or there's more there's more mercy that's there but once you know if yeah. you're just being irresponsible because of irresponsibility's sake like th then you're opening yourself up for not awesome yeah. stuff yeah yeah, it can get interesting when you're when you're trying to like communicate. You really do. It's something you really have to watch every day because I mean, we use our words to communicate things, not just calling things into being or whatever to communicate, but like constantly we and start are charading, like <laughs> for, oh, like not for your words. Um, yeah, so it gets it gets really interesting when you're trying to communicate something and not have not have a bad confession, but you can do it. There there are ways there are ways to be wise with it. John Napier says that Pastor Brian has really changed his looks. I think Paul has too. Like it's a lot. He got really short. <laughs> what? No. And grew um, long I, hair. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's Loved me. His voice. You're technically Paul, and Paul's that's, technically that's pastor. Yeah. Yes. 
Hi, my name is Paul. What was the verse? Um, Matthew 12. I'm going to start at 33. You're going to take my verse. <laughs> Matthew 1, 2, 3, 4. <laughs> Either make the tree good and its fruit good, or make the tree bad and its fruit yeah. bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You brood of vipers, how can you be in evil speak what is good? For the mouth speaks out of what, of that which fills the heart. The good man brings out of, out of his good treasure what is good, and the evil man brings out his out of his evil treasure what is evil. Yeah. But I tell you that every careless word that people speak, they shall shall give an accounting for yeah. it in the day of judgment. Yeah. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Yeah. Watch what you're saying. I had written that. Be verse careful. Yeah. Don't just throw words out of your mouth. Don't be dumb. Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> your words. Your words have consequences. Yeah. Just like I think, <clears throat> like when, like what Deb was saying in the comments, when you say I can't wait, can you really not wait? Because guess what? I can't wait. It's not going to come because mm -hmm. you can't wait for it. Yeah. I'm like right now we had some <clears throat> news with our son with his kidney. I'm not even going to talk about it. Yeah. Because the moment I speak about it and what's happening, I'm putting life into what I'm speaking. So I'm not going to let it gonna be water on a duck's back. I'm going to let it roll right off me. I'm not going to speak, speak of it. I'm not going to speak into it. I want to yeah. keep my mouth shut because it doesn't line up with the scripture. Yeah. And if it doesn't line up with the scripture, <laughs> I'm not going to say it because I'm not... I don't want it being held against me Yeah. when that time comes. I don't want to say, well, you know what? Why that happened to your son? Remember that doctor's visit and you got that news and you said, my son has this? Yeah. What did you say? He has it. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have it because it doesn't line up with the scripture and I'm right. not going to speak to it. Well, and, and to be, so that we're not leaving any sort of door open uh, it's not that God's up in heaven and is like, oh, good word, blessings. Oh, bad word, bad stuff. Like, he's not the one that does that. But when we, when we allow our words to say things that are against scripture, we mm -hmm. open the door for the enemy to come mm -hmm. in. You know, the enemy has no power. We have all power because Jesus has all power. Mm -hmm. So as we're born again, all power and authority that was given to Jesus, he's then given to us. So the only power the enemy has is deception unless you open yourself up to him, in which case he can then come right mm -hmm. against you. But the moment you realize, oh, I, I made a, a bad confession, I said something wrong, you can repent for it, mm -hmm. shut that door right back. It's not like he's in there and yeah. he's got to stay there forever. No, if you've been saying wrong things, then just change your confession. Mm -hmm. It's literally as simple as that. You know, I, as you were talking about uh, being judged for every idle word, think of it like if, if I was given a gun. I haven't been because I need more training. But let's say I was given a gun, and, you know, that's a, a weapon that can be used to kill somebody. It's a weapon that can be used to protect someone. It's something that has great power with it. And if I am just flagrantly like whipping it around like it reminds me of that episode on the office where Dwight has the gun in his holster and accidentally fires it on the ground mm -hmm. like he got fired why because he wasn't being wise with with the weapon that he had been given 
You know, if it's the same thing with words. They carry a great power, and we have a responsibility to use them wisely. And if we don't use them wisely, then why, if we're not using them wisely, then why wouldn't God hold us accountable for it? You know, if I'm shooting a gun just off in the church and, oops, took out a window, oops, hit Marky's foot, so sorry, did it wrong. Clearly, Pastor Brian's going to take the gun away from me. <laughs> There's going to be a day where he's going to come up and be like, okay, Barrett, let's take inventory of things that you shot out wrong. <laughs> like, we're going to chat about this. You don't get to have the gun anymore. And when it says that there's an account that'll be given, God's going to hold us accountable for whether we've used the weapon wisely or whether we've used it unwisely. <laughs> Lisa Honeycutt, how are you? I hope you're having a good day at work. Share the broadcast, by the way. Yeah. This stuff is important. Like, these are the things that literally change people's life. Yeah. And you know, I was even thinking about it in prayer. We have 6 a.m. prayer here at the church. We have noon prayer. And at 6 a.m. prayer, oftentimes we'll go through prayer points that Pastor Brian um, has put together. And part of that are confessions that we'll say. You know, we walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. We carry a debt-canceling anointing, and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. You know, we carry a supernatural healing and, uh, or we are anointed. I, I read them because they're very long. But, you know, the struggle is over. We yeah. walk in the fullness of faith, hope, and love. We keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Like, and why do we say those things? Because there's a power behind it. Yeah. And, you know, it tells us in the word that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. <clears throat> So if you're speaking things like, oh, well, I, I got a bad report from the doctor. Like, doctor says it's cancer. I guess I'm, I'm whatever. Or everybody, I'm broke as a joke. everybody in my family has died before 70, so I guess I'm there too. Like, if you start speaking that stuff, what you're proving is that your heart isn't in line with the Lord. Your heart's in line with fear and with the world. So you're producing fear over your life because that's where your heart's been renewed to. It hasn't been renewed to the word. It's set and it's lined up in fear. So it's a matter of changing what you're thinking on, changing what your heart's meditating on, and ensuring that out of your mouth comes that overflow of love. It's, it's so important to make sure that you're fixed on the word. Matthew 15:11. It is not what enters into the mouth that defiles the man. But what proceeds out of the mouth, yeah. this defiles the man. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's just, drop that. Yeah. You know, you can blow <laughs> your witness in a matter of seconds by just saying a word. You know, everybody has a flesh. What, as You're a new person. You're a new creation when you make Jesus your Savior. But everybody has a flesh that they have to deal with. And, you know, we were learning an impact last night. Pastor Nicole was teaching about how 
your spirit man has the capability of overthrowing the flesh and submitting it and putting it down. But so often we forget to renew our mind to that truth so that way when the flesh starts to war against the spirit, we just relent to the flesh. You know, we'll go on a cussing spree when something ticks us off or a person passes us in traffic and just out of our heart, well, you're stupid. Or, you know, like somebody cuts us off and it's just an impulse. And why is it an impulse? Because we haven't submitted our minds to the word of God. And until we truly submit ourselves in humility to what the word tells us, then we are always going to be led around by our emotions and we're going to return to habits. You know, Pastor Nicole gave an awesome description last night of you know, when she and Pastor Brian moved out of one of their first houses, they gave it to his sister, I believe. And her habit for those first few weeks when she was driving was to turn into, like, onto the roads that would lead her to her old house. And, she, you know, she could drive up to where her old house was. But even if she arrived at where her old house was, she remembered, I don't live here anymore. I don't have the keys to that house anymore. This isn't where I stay. I'm going to go home now. And she would drive away. It's the same thing. When your flesh tries to make you return to a habit, maybe it's a wrong confession. Maybe it's anger and you're just, you've overflowed in anger before. It's as simple as choosing this is not who I am. I don't have to talk like this. I don't have to think like this. And choosing to say what's right. But then also having somebody help you with it, too, is so important. Yeah. And it's important to know what God says about these situations yeah. or else you're not going to know that what you're saying is wrong. Mm -hmm. like, I, like if I didn't know that I have a right to divine healing, I would say, well, I'm sick and that's mm -hmm. the way it is. And if I don't know that I don't need, have to be sick, then I'm going to think that's fine to yeah. say that. But when you know what God says about a situation, then you know, wait, I don't need to be sick. So I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to I'm not going to take that as mine. Yeah. Divine healing is mine. So that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. Well, and, you know, there's also that line of not lying, so, but also putting the truth, making the truth supersede fact. So yeah. fact may be. And, and, you know, I'll do this with Pastor Nicole sometimes. There have been times where my body has had symptoms and I have wanted her to stand with me in agreement for something. So I'll reach out to her and say, I want you to believe with me. The truth is I'm healed. The fact is that like five seconds ago, my body wanted to feel sick, but it can't be sick because I'm the healed of the Lord. And I want you to agree with me that it's done. Yeah. And whereas before I'd just be like, oh, well, I'm sick. Yeah. And the switch in my brain was thinking, do I want what I'm saying? Like, do I want to be sick? I don't want to be sick. Yeah. Do I want to be frustrated? I don't want to be frustrated. Do I want to be stressed out? Do I want to be tired? Yeah. Well, then why would I speak those things about yeah. myself if I don't want them? And you, Like, you can't say, I'm sick and I'm healed together. Like, that, that doesn't make You look like a crazy person. <laughs> that's being double-minded. So... You know, it, it like like you're saying, it's not I'm sick. You can say it in a way that's not proclaiming it over yourself because the truth is that you're not sick. The truth is that you're healed. Well, and like Paul was saying earlier, like there not everybody needs to know all of your stuff. So just because something's going on doesn't mean 
everybody needs mm -hmm. to know about it. Like there's stuff that he and Jade are believing for and I know about it because Jade told me. But Jade's not going and posting it on mm -hmm. Facebook and everybody pray for me, <laughs> I need you to. No, she's not doing that because you don't need everybody to start talking yeah. about stuff that they have no knowledge of and start speaking death themselves. You don't need that junk. You need people who yeah. know the word, who will help hold you mm -hmm. accountable to the word and will believe and speak the word and the word only over the situation. And not just rush into saying yeah. something. That pauses and waits yeah. for the words to be given yeah. to said, to be said, to to make sure that the words that are going to be said line up with mm -hmm. the scripture. That's why, like a while ago, when you were talking about rushing and saying stuff, Proverbs twenty nine twenty. Do you see a man who is hasty in his yeah. words? There is more hope for a fool than for him. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you're not putting any thought behind your words. You're not putting any. You're you're not checking yeah. to make sure. Is this, does this line up with God's will? Yeah. Does this line up with the scripture? Is this line up with what I've been taught? Does this line up with man or God? Yeah. Because when you rush into that and immediately go into the, oh, poor pitiful me. Right. <laughs> I'm sick. No, 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 no. Then you're wallowing. <laughs> Stop. Think. Yeah. Think first. I have a cough. I talked about this Sunday, the power that we have. It's been given. That power starts here. It you have to know that you know. Yeah. So when that call comes on, you need to make it so real that what's coming out of your mouth yeah. is going to be to be manifested. Yeah. So when you sit there and you get that cough, you don't go, oh man, I, I need to go to the doctor. I think, I think I've got something coming on. No, you cough and you say, no, you got to go. Yeah. You don't belong. You don't line up with this. Right. So I am the healed of the Lord. Right. I walk in right. full health. I walk in full health. Right. Jesus didn't cough. I ain't going to cough. The cough stops now. Right. And then every time, and it, you might cough again. It comes up, say it again. I don't think so. Right. You're not lining up with the scripture right now. My body lines up with the scripture. My body stands on the scripture. My words will stand on the scripture. And when right. you start standing on that and you know that you know that you know what kind of power your words have then that's when you understand that when you speak and the words that are coming out you're giving life too yeah. so then you start thinking do i really want to say that do i really want to confess that that might not be the best thing to say yeah so maybe i should just yeah, you know, the, one of the things, the, the title of this is how to, so I would say probably one of the first things to do is as a believer, you harness the power by realizing that you have the power. You know, you have power inside you to create with your words. I've got the power. You know, you've got power in you. I knew that's where he went as soon as he started laughing. Like it was a song of some sort. I just pictured Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the mug on the street. <laughs> But no, it, and that may seem like, duh, but in James 1.26, it says, if anyone among you seems to be religious, seems to be somebody who loves the Lord, and does not bridle his tongue, and bridle means to control it. You control what you say. You control where it goes. You control what it does. If you do not bridle your tongue, but you deceive your heart, this man's religious religion is vain. And, you know, I'm going to read that in the New Living uh, Translation just to 
give it a little bit more clarity. Those who control their tongue will have a long life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. You know, no, that was Proverbs. That wasn't James. You. You I'm so again? sorry. We're gonna. James says, "Those who control." I almost did it again, y'all. It almost glitched. Don't almost stumble over your words. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> if you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue, you are fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. You know, if you claim to be a Christian, you have a responsibility to control your tongue. You have a responsibility to control what you're saying. You have a responsibility to wield your power appropriately and as the Lord sees fit. So I'd say probably the first thing is recognize, get revelation on the power that you have in you. And then number two, know what the word says. Know what the word says to confess. Know what the word says to be believing for. In Proverbs 13, 3, the one that I just read wrongly. He who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips will have destruction. If you're just saying whatever you want to say, it's basically like a bulldozer in your life. You know, you're not going to have this really Loose pretty skyscraper. <clears throat> I had songs. No, don't do it. No. <laughs> I think that can be hard for some people, though, if they honestly just kind of want some sympathy. Yeah. Of like... How was your day? My day sucked and this and this and I am so tired and I am this and this and this and this and this and this and wanting sympathy. But do you want the sympathy or do you want the solution to all of that? Yeah. You know, you kind of have to weigh it out sometimes of like not not communicating that to people. Yeah. So I'd say, you know, number one, realize that you have power in your words. Number two, uh, know what the word says to be confessing and to be saying. Number three, set your mind on things worthy of praise. Flood your mind, flood your heart with the word. What you think about will be what your heart dwells on and out of your mouth will start being the things that you're thinking about. If you're thinking on my day sucked, that's going to be what you talk about. But if you think about things that are worthy of praise, out of your mouth will be praiseworthy things. You won't be confessing doom and gloom and crap. Mm -hmm. You're going to be confessing life and life in abundance because that's where you've trained your mind to think about it. And then, you know, number four, obviously all of these are encompassed with love Jesus, be planted in a God-serving, God-reverencing church. Yeah, humble yourself and get accountable to somebody. Christians, this does not mean you have license to go up to every, like, Tom, Dick, and Harry and be like, you just spoke something bad. Do you know what your confession says? Like, your confession is wrong. Why are you saying that? That is a good way to not make any friends and to lose or the ones jacked, that you have. Or get jacked in a jaw and not be able to say words. No joke. Like, <laughs> just because you have a revelation doesn't mean that Tom wants your revelation. Like, help people that have asked you to help them. Don't help just me. walk up. I help you. No, Joe. I've seen, I've, I mean, I've done this wrong of, do you know what you said? Do you know what you're doing? You're opening door. Not everybody's ready for that. But you humble yourself and you get accountable to somebody. Pastors were and George are some of the biggest helpers in this area for me. Because Pastor Nicole, like, <laughs> it's at the point where she'll just look at me with an eyebrow and I'm like, oh, right, I'm sorry, missed it. <laughs> or she'll or she'll be like, no, no, you don't think that. No, I don't think that. You know, you're so right. Thank you for being so smart. But surround yourself with people who understand the power of their words that can help you, that can yeah. help train you and guide you. 
because you don't have to know everything. You just, you know the one who does know everything. So you have the ability. You have the ability to know. Mm -hmm. You have the ability to learn. You have the ability to grow. So know that your words have power. What was the second one? Flood your mind with the word of God. Set your mind on things worthy of praise. Get accountable to somebody. Yeah. Is there anything else that you can think of that would help with this? sure but even accountable like even just like you said being around people yeah it's gonna it's gonna too like affect your vocabulary like when you're around people it's really interesting how you start to like have their vocabulary so mm. even if you're not like accountable to someone even if you just have like or, or you should be but even people that you're just friends with you're gonna be able to pick up their vocabulary yeah. easier so if I'm not hearing the words I'm so tired if I'm not hearing that constantly yeah. If I'm, it's not going to come up to me as much. It's not going to come out as much. Yeah, you become the sum total of the five people you're around the most. So if the five people you're around the most are doom and gloom and everything's horrible, then you're going to end up looking like them. So you've got to make sure that who's feeding you, who's supporting you, who's speaking with you, they're people who understand the word and can build you up and are speaking right things. Because unless you are super disciplined in what you're saying, you can become influenced by others. And our job is to influence others, not to be influenced by the world in that way. Mm-hmm. So those are, those are some of the ways that we have found have worked for us. And I've, I've seen this work in my life so much. Like This isn't just we needed a topic and we picked something out from the word and whew, boom. Like, this is where we landed. This is something that we've each walked out in our life, and we've seen the Lord's hand on it. You know, I, briefly, I, in college, I was so depressed. Like, I was depressed in college, and I would tell people all the time, like, I just, I feel so horrible today. I'm just really sad. I'm just really emotional. Like, all of this stuff, and I was focused on it. I was set on it. You know, bad stuff would happen, and I would dwell on it, and I would tell all of my friends, every bad thing that's ever happened. I would think about the bad things. Like, it's just what I did. And, but I didn't know any better. I was ignorant to it. But when I became more enlightened as to how the Lord works, I started changing that. And I stopped telling people issues. I stopped telling people problems because I stopped thinking about them as much. And the Lord freed me from depression as I changed my confession. As I changed what I was saying, the Lord was able to move me from a place where I had chained myself in by my words and deliver me to a place of freedom because I changed what I thought about. I changed what I said. Your confession changes everything. Everything. It's not a small thing. It's big. It's huge. Yeah. This building, we believed for this building for so long. Like, Pastor Brian had a belief that this was the building, and we spoke out, you know, as we prayed. We have a building on the highway. We have a building on this side of the city. We have a building that can seat X amount of people. We will not go in debt over our building. We will be given a building. You know, we have the land that we need. We have everything we need. And then we got a phone call, and this building was given to us. Like, we, it was literally just placed in our hands. 
because the confession never changed. No matter what the circumstances looked like, no matter what the world said, the confession was, I can have what the word says I can have. I can be who the word says I can be, and I'm not going to settle on it. And as your confession stays firm to the word and you don't waver with every wind of doctrine, you'll see it come to pass because you'll, it'll become alive to you. We have to make sure we're utilizing it Mm -hmm. because we can be good about not saying the bad, but if we're not saying, if we're not like, like you said, like confessing about this property, it wouldn't be here. You know, they had to reach out and use that creative power. And so you can have it and, and you can know that and not necessarily, like I've had times where I'm like, man. I have not been using that the way I I could. I have not been, yes, I've been good about not saying the bad, but I haven't been saying what the word says. I haven't been creating the good, you know. And one more thing, and then I promise I'm done, because I don't want to keep us a whole lot on on anything you have, obviously. But, you know, Marky and I talked actually um, a few months back about believing and confession and things like that. And here's the thing. It's so vital to know what the word says and that the Lord's told you to believe for it. Don't just go speaking things because it sounds like a good idea. Like I could speak all day long. I have a red Corvette sitting in that parking lot, but is that me wanting it or is it the Lord wanting it for me? George and I now are coming into agreement on different things in our lives that. You know, I've had a belief on and he's had a belief on and the Lord's bringing those things together. You know, like a house. I could believe my dream house and George's dream house have been very different. (laughs) I've described this to Paul because he's probably going to build it. But, you know, my dream house right now is like two-story, beautiful, like Victorian, like style farmhouse, wonderful. George's has been like this great big ranch style. He loves brick and all this stuff. So if I'm over here believing, God, I thank you for my two, three-story Victorian home with a wraparound porch and it's out in the middle of a field. And George is over here believing, God, thank you for this farmhouse, or not farmhouse, this ranch-style house that's in the suburbs and surrounded by people. Then we're in opposition to each other. And we're just praying out of a bias and praying out of our own desire instead of humbly going to the Lord and asking him what he wants. So if it's something that's not directly communicated in the word, you've got to make sure that what you're speaking is what the Lord has told you specifically. If you don't have a verse to believe on, then you don't need to make a confession for it. If the Lord hasn't told you something directly and he's confirmed it through others, through your pastor, through other people, then you don't need to be speaking it. You'll waste your time. So make sure that you know that you know that you know the will of God and that you're only speaking what the will of God is. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's important. Just one visual that I had and then I'm done. Um, Paul and I are not, neither of us are short people, have not yet been short people. On the way over here, (laughs) I was listening to that song Chain Breaker. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, I was listening to it. And then as I was listening to it, I started really thinking, you know, get this visual in your head. So when we hear that, you know, he's a chain breaker. We visualize he's coming. Paul and I were in prison. Did it ever say that Jesus showed up and grabbed that sledgehammer or a spike or anything and broke a chain? Right. No, their praise broke chains. Yeah. Their words they chose in that moment that looked bad. They put on, put out words worthy of praise. Right. 
and things happened. Things were broken. Right. Things were released, literally released in that moment. Right. So get that image in your head. It's not Jesus coming down and saying, I'm going to take your pain. Let me give, give it to me. No, it's your words. Right. Lord, this doesn't belong. This doesn't line up. Right now, I rebuke this sickness that right. is on me. That's what it is. Your words yeah. that you use is that. It's not him coming down and sticking his hand in. I'm going to take the call yeah. from you. Or I'm coming down. I'm going to snap the chain. No, it's the words that you choose to speak out. Yeah. The scriptures that you use to back your words yeah. is what is doing it. It's not a physical chain being snapped from him. Yeah. It's you in that moment realizing who you are, the power you have, and choosing to speak that power in those moments yeah. is what it is. Because a lot of times we just have that picture in our head, well, Jesus is going to do it. No. Words. Open. Open yeah. your mouth. He's you like waiting over, to do yeah, it. You have an overcomer in you. Yeah. So think about that. You have an overcomer in you. So for him to be able to do it, you have to open your mouth and speak it. Well, and that's, that's how God operates too. Like it says in Genesis... I'm just going to paraphrase it, but you know, like, no, I'm not. I'm going to read it. It's fine. <laughs> Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and void. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the spirit was, of God was moving over the surface of the water. You know, God, like, the earth was, wasn't there. Nothing was formed yet, but the spirit was there. And the spirit of God was able to produce, but it didn't produce a thing until God spoke. When God spoke, the spirit was able to produce. But there's a part that God had to play, too. The spirit of God waited for God the Father to speak. And when he spoke, the spirit created what needed to be created. It's the same way with us. The Holy Spirit is in side of us ready to go ready to release but we have a part that we have to play too as people who are made in the image and likeness of God the father we speak and the spirit of God moves yeah. he moves for us yeah. but we have to play our part we can't just expect the Holy Spirit to go ahead of us and do all the things that we want him to do without our part and our part is faith and speaking faith and speaking it faith Speaking, receiving. That's how easy is that? Talking. We're doing it right now. We've done it for an hour. <laughs> that reminds me of the story. Uh, Remember that time we were done like five minutes ago? Yeah. That was our first close. It's Welcome cool. to story time with Mark. <laughs> Mermaids. Mermaids. Mermaids and babies. And dolphins. <laughs> and a baby. To explain, <laughs> when we were mic checking before the broadcast, I don't know why you need to explain Barrett that. I thought like, we were clear. Marky is a great storyteller. Barry was like, "Hey, check your mic. Tell a story," and it it was very random. That's how Marky's uh, story went. No, but do you guys remember, have you guys ever heard that story that Kenneth Hagen tells? Uh, it's not really a story. It really happened. Where he was like with Je he was like with Jesus or something, and there was like the this, monkey. Yeah, and the, I, if you if you know it, tell it because I don't know exactly how. It went. You know, Kenneth Hagen was. Um, 
with Jesus, like Jesus appeared to him and Jesus was talking to him and he was revealing things. But all of a sudden, if I remember properly, there was this monkey that appeared and like just started making sounds and getting like wild up in Kenneth Hagin's face, you know, in the spirit realm. And Kenneth Hagin is like, Jesus, tell the monkey to shut up. Like, why are you letting him do this? And Jesus is still talking. Like Jesus didn't change what he was doing. Jesus didn't change what he was saying. He kept talking until finally... You know, I think he told him to, like, be quiet or shut up or something. And, like, the monkey stopped talking at that point and, like, left yeah. or moved. Kenneth or, Hagen did. Yeah, Kenneth Hagen did. And he asked Jesus, like, why didn't you say anything? And Jesus said, if you didn't, I couldn't. Like, if you, I believe is, is what he said. Like, if you didn't say something to him, I couldn't have backed you. I couldn't have given you the power. I couldn't yeah. have helped enforce what you did. Because all power and authority have been given to the sons of men. Yeah. Us. Here on the earth, we've been given power. We've been given authority. And Jesus is ready. Holy Spirit is ready to back us. Jesus is ready to intercede on the, to the Father for us. The Father's heart is for us. They're ready to go. They want to enforce what we're doing. But we've just got to speak it. We've got to be in line with the word of God. Yeah. It's a great point. I'd forgotten about that story. Yeah, that's awesome. And so many people are like, God, why aren't you doing this? And like, God's like, like, why aren't you? Why aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Remember that scripture? She's been given yeah. authority and power. Hmm. Yeah. Psalm you should use it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you have power that's inside of you. It's there. It's literally, like, I was about to say at your fingertips, but I'd have to, like, touch my tongue. Like, it's literally right here. Like, you have power in your mouth, in the words that you speak, just like that. <laughs> you great visual for this. <laughs> you have power god's given you weapons he has not left you here on the earth powerless without the ability to enforce i don't know what paul's doing paul's gone so that's another weapon joy joy is a weapon that strengthens you but legitimately great I'm excited to hear it after the broadcast. If you've got questions, send them in. But no, use the weapons that God has made available to you. Use the power that God has placed in your hands. And then, you know, ask Jesus for joy. You can look like Paul right now and get strengthened by it. I don't even know how to wrap up right now. Just go ahead and do it. Oh, boy. Lord, thank you for Paul. Thank you for joy. Father, we thank you right now that you have not left us as orphans, but rather you have equipped and enabled and empowered your ambassadors here on the earth. Father, we thank you that you have given all authority to Jesus. And Jesus, we thank you that you have given the authority back to us as well. In Jesus' name, I command every believer under the sound of my voice to rise up in the authority that they've been given by Jesus. I thank you right now, Lord, that each and every single person watching, that they have a revelation of the power that 
is available to them. In Jesus' name, I call for confessions to line up with the word of God. Holy Spirit, I ask that you reveal to each and every single one of us areas in our lives that we can increase in right confessions, that we can change. If there are things that we need to change, Holy Spirit, highlight them to us now in the name of Jesus. And I command in Jesus' name for strength to rise up in every believer, for a spirit of discipline to rise up in Jesus' name. Let a hunger drive your people to a life of self-discipline until we look like the perfected nature of Christ. Father, I thank you that as your word has told us, we can live as Jesus lived here on the earth. If Jesus didn't sin, we don't have to sin. If Jesus said and did only what you said and did, then so can we. And in Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, that every believer's life rises in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that we go from living in mediocrity to living a life of victory, living victory to victory to victory, faith to faith to faith. And in Jesus' name, we will never be the tail. We will only be the head. Any lies or deception that the enemy has spoken, let them be exposed now. And every antichrist thing in and around our lives is destroyed in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Lord. We thank you that today we go higher and we go deeper with you than we've ever been. We love you. We praise your mighty name in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here with us. If you have the topics that you would like us to talk about, comment below. Send a message to us. We want to know what you want to hear. We want to talk about things that would bless you. Yeah. So send us a message, but we love you. Adios. Erfa. That was a great screen grab. <laughs> Have a good week. What was that?